Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to episode nine of the North American Outdoors podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, coming to you from the great state of Florida today. Normally, I am podcasting from Texas, but I am on a little journey and living in Florida for the next couple of days. But what brought my attention to this podcast is the presence and abundance of the American alligator. Living along the Gulf Coast, this is a topic that we need to educate ourselves about and be fully aware that wherever we may roam, we are in the alligator's habitat. American alligators, scientific name Alligator Mississippiensis, belong to the order of Crocodilia. There are a total of 21 species of crocodile worldwide. The only other species of crocodile native to the United States is the American crocodile, Crocodilius acutus, which is found in southern Florida. Encounters with an American crocodile are extremely rare. These animals are so rare that they are listed as an endangered species. In fact, the American alligator is very abundant in its range, but is listed as a federally threatened species because of its close resemblance to the American crocodile. American alligators are found throughout the southeastern United States. They make their home in 10 states, ranging as far as North Carolina throughout the Gulf Coast, and down to the northern tip of Mexico. This aggressive reptile can be found in fresh or brackish wetlands. These wetlands include swamps, saltwater marshes, rivers, lakes, and relatively small bodies of water. Even though alligators prefer fresh or low-salinity marshes, They can be found in higher salinity areas, such as inland bays and estuaries. Alligators venture into these areas to seek out new home ranges, other alligators during mating season, food, or a good cleansing to remove parasites that are intolerant of salt water. 
Chance encounters with alligators in their native range are quite common. This is one predator that attains a very large size and can exist out of sight in our largest cities. Houston, Texas is the fourth largest city in the United States and has a very sizable alligator population. It is not uncommon to find large alligators over 10 feet in Buffalo Bayou, which runs through the downtown Houston area. In recent years, alligators reaching 13 feet long have been removed from neighborhood drainage ditches adjacent to playgrounds. These large animals are capable of swallowing a small child whole and killing adults in a split second. If it is so common to find alligators in our world, one can only imagine how common they are in their world. Alligators are ectothermic or cold-blooded reptiles. This means that their body temperature is the same as the ambient temperature. In other words, the body temperature of an alligator is the same as the surrounding air or water temperature. When the temperature drops below 60 degrees Fahrenheit, alligators burrow into the ground and become dormant. Therefore, winter is the least likely time to encounter alligators in most of its territory. One exception is southern Florida, where temperatures remain relatively high year-round. The other exception is when temperatures rise above 70 degrees during the winter along the Gulf Coast. It is not uncommon to see alligators emerging from their burrows and sunning themselves on the banks during winter months when the temperatures rise above several days of freezing temperatures. This is very important to remember when in alligator country during colder temperatures. There have been many good retrievers that have ended up as a mid-winter snack for a cold and hungry alligator during a duck hunting trip. Reptiles in general have very slow metabolisms. In the winter, alligators might not eat for months. In the summer, they might eat only twice a month. Alligators can go extended periods without eating when food is scarce. As a result, alligators are very opportunistic feeders. They do not let easy meals pass them by. This makes them very aggressive during attacks on potential prey, which can include humans. The business end of an alligator contains 80 conical teeth that are used for ripping and tearing. When an alligator catches prey, it either swallows it whole or goes into what's called a death roll to rip chunks of flesh or limbs from the meal that can be easily ingested. The nice end of an alligator has a tail that is made up of pure muscle that can snap the bones of anything that gets in its way, including a careless human. This tail, together with its webbed feet, helps propel it through the water at great speed. An alligator can run up to 11 miles per hour on land, with short bursts up to 35 miles per hour. Alligators have two sets of eyelids, a nose flap, and a flap in the throat called a palatal valve that allows the alligator to perform underwater 
as well as it does out of the water. The palatal valve prevents water from entering the throat when it is ripping limbs off its prey. The alligator must then raise its head out of the water to swallow the meal. An alligator is an ambush predator. Its eyes and nostrils are at the top of its head, which allows it to lie motionless at the water's edge, waiting for unsuspecting prey. It can lay motionless for long periods, almost undetectable by wildlife and humans. Equipped with their excellent eyesight, hearing, and smell, alligators are the ultimate feeding machine. If these evolutionary adaptations were not enough, large alligators can stay submerged for almost one hour, depending on the water temperature. The largest alligator ever recorded was 19 feet and 2 inches long and taken in Louisiana in 1890. Most experts believe that an alligator tops out at 14 feet long and can live to be over 50 years of age. Female alligators rarely get over 9 feet in length. Studies have shown that a 10-year-old male alligator and a 20-year-old female are about the same size, reaching about 18 feet in length. By the time an alligator gets to a size that poses a threat to humans, it has had many years to refine its hunting skills and survival techniques. It is a safe bet that if you are near water in the southeastern United States, you are near at least one alligator. If you are in a developed area, you may be safer, but by no means are you risk-free. In Florida, there are more documented alligator attacks in areas near human activity and development. There is one thing for sure, and that is if you are in an undeveloped area, chances are you are being watched by a holdover from prehistoric times. Recently, a six-year-old South Florida boy suffered minor injuries when an eight-foot alligator attacked him after falling into shallow water at a boat ramp. His father and other bystanders were able to fight off the gator to release his grip and save the boy. In July of 2012, a teenager named Caleb was spearfishing with his grandfather near Tallahassee, Florida. He was swimming in water three feet deep when a 10-foot alligator emerged. The alligator came from his left and bit him across his chest. Fortunately, the gator released his grip and Caleb has recovered from this attack. Just five days later, a second teenager lost his lower right arm in an alligator attack in Florida. This teenager and two of his friends were swimming in the Caloosahatchee River when one of the boys spotted the gator only a few feet from him. He grabbed the skin underneath the gator, trying to control him, but the gator kept going. The teenager wrapped his legs around the gator as it dove and went into a death roll and knocked him off. The gator dragged the teen under the water where he fought it for his life. He was able to break free and swim away only after the gator tore off his arm.
His friends called 911, and the teen made it to the hospital to be recovered and fitted for a prosthetic. There are some signs that the outdoorsman and woman should know that would indicate the presence of an alligator. There are three common signs that could indicate the potential threat of an alligator. These are slides, nests, and dens. All alligators, aggressive and non-aggressive, make slides to indicate their presence. The presence of a nest or a den is a good indication that an aggressive alligator is nearby. Outdoors men and women need to be aware of their surroundings when engaged in activities near water, especially in wildlife areas. If alligator signs are present, the alligator is going to see you long before you see it. The number one rule when in alligator country is do not be afraid of the alligator you see, but of the one you don't. Alligator slides are the easiest to spot. They are simply an area on the bank where an alligator routinely enters and exits the water. The spot is on the water's edge and the slide itself is normally muddy and devoid of vegetation. This is caused by the belly of the alligator crawling out onto the bank and sliding back into the water. The slide will most of the time be located in tall vegetation or a grassy area except for the muddy spot caused by the sliding. Many times the slide will be a horseshoe shaped as the alligator crawls up at one spot of the bank and curves around to the spot where it re-enters the water. Slides can be located anywhere along the bank. More often, slides coincide geological features in the shoreline. Slides tend to be situated in the inside bends of the waterway or on small peninsulas. Outer edges of bends in the waterway are usually steeper and higher off of the water than on the inside bends. Peninsulas are good spots because they tend to gradually enter the water. These areas usually draw prey to the water's edge and allows for an easier ambush. These areas also offer the alligator a good vantage point for watching for threats against it. The alligator has two natural predators that threaten it. They are larger alligators and humans. Slides in these areas help the alligator respond to any potential threats. Where an alligator carves out a slide can also pose a threat to occupants of canoes or kayaks. In bayous with several large alligators that have staked out territories, slightly smaller alligators are forced to create slides in less than ideal locations. These areas can be very dangerous to paddlers. In coastal preserves in the Galveston Bay area in Texas, Large alligators over 13 feet have pushed smaller 9- and 10-foot alligators further up the bayou. As a result, these large animals have had to make their homes in the narrow and winding upper parts of Armand Bayou that are high off the water. Some of these alligators are longer than the bayou is wide. When an individual quietly paddles their kayak or canoe around the wrong bend, it startles the animal, which then leaps off the bank. 
the alligator sometimes hits the vessel or causes enough of a splash that it could capsize the boat, ending up in a nine-foot-wide bayou. With the ten-foot-long alligator, can terminate a very peaceful outing pretty quickly. Alligators are normally solitary animals. This behavior changes during mating season, which begins in early April and ends around late June. This is the time of year that males become more aggressive and the females start making nests and dens. Mating season creates new dangers for the outdoor enthusiast. Once the female successfully mates with the male alligator, she starts to build a nest. The nest is built above the ground out of dead vegetation. The nests are circular and approximately ten foot around and two feet high. These nests can be located right on the water's edge, or can be up to half a mile away. As the sun heats up the nest, the vegetation starts to decompose and generates warmth. This acts as a large incubator. The sex of the baby alligators is determined by the first ten days of embryo development, depending on the average temperature of the nest. Temperatures above eighty-nine degrees Fahrenheit produce all males, and temperatures eighty-eight degrees Fahrenheit and below produce all females. The female alligator produces between fifteen and sixty eggs between mid-June and July. The eggs hatch around sixty-five to seventy days in late August and early September. During this time, a female alligator is very protective of the nest and can act very aggressively to intruders that might prey upon the eggs. An outdoorsman stumbling across a nest by mistake can be unexpectedly met by an angry female alligator protecting her nest. There was an incident in Texas in the mid 1990s where a construction worker on a bulldozer was clearing land next to a creek. He inadvertently hit the nest of an extremely large female alligator. This nine-foot alligator came charging out of the creek and climbed onto the tracks of the machinery in an attempt to get to the operator. The operator of the bulldozer surrendered the machine to the alligator, and he escaped. Once the baby alligators hatch, they produce a chirping sound to alert their mother. The female alligator then starts to excavate the nest and retrieve the baby alligators by gently scooping them up in her jaws and taking them to the water's edge. The female alligator will dig out a den or gator hole in the bank. The baby alligators will stay around the den under the watchful eye of their mother until they are about one foot in length. During this time, the female alligator protects them with a vengeance. Small alligators are preyed upon by small mammals such as raccoons and possums, and predatory fish such as largemouth bass and larger alligators. Alligators tend to shy away from people. They are often mistaken for taking an aggressive posture towards individuals because they usually sun themselves on the land with their mouths agape. 
being ectothermic, this is only a method that the animal uses to regulate its temperature by cooling down. If you get too close, the alligator will let you know by retreating, charging, or letting out a large hiss. Do not ignore an agitated alligator. A retreating alligator may decide to turn around and charge at any time. A hissing alligator is letting you know he is thinking about charging. If an alligator charges, run in a straight line away from the animal, creating distance. There is a myth that an individual being chased by an alligator needs to zigzag as they run away. You want as much space between you and the alligator as possible, as quickly as possible. If you are unfortunate enough to end up in an alligator's mouth, there are things that you can do to increase your chances of survival. The victim needs to kick, punch, and poke. Go for the eyes, nose, and ears. These are the most sensitive parts of the animal. Gouging the eyes will often make the alligator retreat. Punching the nose and ears can disorient the animal and provide a window of opportunity for escape. If this does not work, try to get on the alligator's back to pin it down and to prevent dismemberment in the event that the alligator rolls. The best thing that a victim can do is fight the alligator with all your might. You want the animal to realize it made a mistake by attacking you. It is not uncommon for an alligator during an attack to open its mouth to try to get a better grip. This is the best time to make your move. If possible, stay clear of the animal and create distance. If escape is not possible, try to get on top of the animal and push down on its head and jaws. An alligator has all its power closing its jaws, not opening them. It is possible to hold a very large alligator's mouth shut with relatively little force. If the victim can get on top and grasp its closed jaws, he can pull the head straight back with the nostrils pointing straight to the sky. This will lock the alligator in place, rendering it nearly motionless. At this point, jump off and create distance. Most unprovoked alligator attacks are in the water. Alligators attack by stealth. An alligator's hide is dimpled to reduce drag in the water, similar to a dimpled golf ball soaring through the air. This adaptation allows the animal to swim right up to or under its intended victim without being detected. This makes the attack a surprise to the prey. When an alligator attacks in the water, it tries to kill the victim by drowning. If the animal grabs you in the water, shoving your arms or legs down its throat will force the palatal valve to open, causing water to rush down its throat. This valve in the back of the mouth prevents water from entering the throat when the alligator grabs prey in the water. To eat, alligators must throw their heads back to open the palatal valve, allowing the animal to swallow their food whole. The individuals that have been attacked in the water and survived, either on purpose or by accident, 
cause the palatal valve to open, allowing them to escape. Once water enters the throat of the alligator, it will normally retreat. At this point, once again, create as much distance between you and the alligator and get out of the water. If an alligator attacks and penetrates the skin, no matter how severe, seek medical attention immediately. An alligator's mouth is full of bacteria and you will get an infection. These gram-negative bacteria include Aeromonas, Enterococcus, Citrobactus, and Vibrio organisms. These infections are very fast-growing and can cause severe illness, including death. Strong antibiotics are required after an attack. Often, treatment takes multiple rounds of antibiotics to beat the infection. Along with a bacterial infection, physical trauma is quite complex after an alligator attack. The victim often suffers from broken bones, nerve and tendon injuries, and vascular damage. Alligators attack with blunt force trauma. Amputations are common after an attack. There's absolutely nothing clean about an alligator wound. Between 1948 and 2005, there have been 376 reported alligator attacks in the United States, and of those, 15 were fatalities. It is easier to avoid an alligator attack than dealing with the consequences of one. The best way to avoid an alligator is to stay away from its habitat. That is almost impossible in the southeastern United States. The number one rule is to never feed an alligator or visit areas where alligators have been fed. This is the fastest way to remove the natural tendency of these animals to fear humans. This will cause the alligator to associate people with food. It is not uncommon for an alligator that has been fed to leave the water and run towards people who venture too close. In fact, this is such a problem that most states have laws making it illegal to feed a wild alligator. Pets, mainly dogs, should not be allowed to swim in waters that are infested with alligators. The primary food source of alligators is small mammals. That is exactly what a dog is. As mentioned earlier, there have been many distraught duck hunters that have returned home without their beloved retrievers. There was an incident in the early 1990s that occurred in Texas at the University of Houston Clear Lake campus. An employee and her young niece took her 65-pound Labrador retriever to the bayou for a swim. They watched in horror as a 13-foot alligator swam out toward the dog, submerged, and pulled the pet underwater, never to be seen again. By understanding that alligators feed on small mammals, the worst tragedy imaginable can be avoided. This tragedy would involve small children. Small children are small mammals. Children should never be allowed near the water alone, especially when alligators are present. Alligators will actually hunt, stalk, and prey on small children. 
children account for many of the alligator attacks, which are almost always fatal. Adults can avoid alligator attacks by being observant and adjusting their activities around water. Many attacks in Florida, for example, occur when people out for an early morning walk happen upon a sunning alligator. It is also advisable to refrain from swimming between the periods of dusk to dawn. This is when alligators are most active and when most of their feedings take place. In other words, be aware of your surroundings and yield territory to the alligators when they want it. The number of attacks recorded from 1948 to 2005 indicates four activities that account for most encounters with alligators. The most common way of getting bitten by an alligator is attempting to pick it up or capture it. This accounts for 17.4% of the attacks. The second activity at 16.7% is swimming. The majority of these attacks occurred between dusk and dawn. The third and fourth at 9.9% and 9.5% respectively are associated with golfers retrieving golf balls and individuals walking or wading in the water. By being aware of the presence of alligators and giving them their space, unintended encounters can be greatly reduced. There is one more important rule concerning alligators. There is no such thing as a dead alligator. There have been many individuals that have been injured by touching an alligator that they believed was dead. Often, nuisance control hunters will tape an alligator's mouth closed after the animal is dispatched. In the late 1980s, a Texas state peace officer almost lost his leg when he walked upon a 12-foot alligator that he thought was dead after it was run over by a truck on the highway. Many times, an alligator can look and smell dead but remain very much alive. They have a very slow metabolism and can be very deceiving. The best thing to do when encountering an alligator is to leave it alone and give it plenty of room and notify the local authorities. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters, creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow us on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day. Spend your Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss Life on the Water every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. <laughs> the destination for outdoor entertainment.